in Ukraine, COVID, the Biden presidency, and the elections. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. All right, folks, good afternoon. Right now, the local time, it is 106, and you're listening to the John DePietro Show on this Thursday, delightful Thursday, as a matter of fact, September 15th, right here. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, dePietro.com. This portion of our show is brought to you by the Lodge Pub and Eatery. Hey, what are you doing for lunch right now? Let me see if I can entice you over to the Lodge. They're located... Right off of Route 146, 40 Breakneck Hill Road in Lincoln, especially in the northern part of the state. If you can hear my voice, you could probably be there in 10 minutes. Could have some delightful dining outside on the deck. They also have a unique rustic setting with their dining room, full bar, large dining area. They have a great lounge. They'll have the uh, NFL game on tonight and then football on Saturday and then football on Sunday and then Monday night football and then the governor who it's the Lodge Pub and Eatery 40 Break the Kill Road in Lincoln so right now apparently Governor McKee was asked at uh, an event and he kind of dodges the question he was asked at an event because they were all asking gubernatorial Republican candidate Ashley Kalis about this situation with the vineyard. And so apparently they were asking Ashley Kalis, well, you know, you support Ron DeSantis. Do you support that he flew these Venezuelan illegals to the border? And apparently Governor McKee was asked. I'm trying to get some sound of it, but um, but it, it is obviously a major story. And, you know, someone just sent me an email, folks. If you want to email me, if you go to the website to petro.com and they 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 raised a very good question why is it being called a crisis on Martha's vineyard why is that being called a crisis and then the globe is going all in voices of migrants from a new england island in a new land as migrants arrived the vineyard residents and businesses lined up to help. Yeah, this is one blanking day. Then they show a picture of like someone going up to school bus. Here's what we know about the migrant situation. Well, why isn't the border a crisis? I mean, if anything, at first they were surprised, just like this. Martha's Vineyard responds to surprise arrival, plane load of migrants in some way. <laughs> in some way, what... What Ron DeSantis doesn't understand is they actually love this. Like the 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 the, the progressives, the far left, they're envious. The people, you know, the far left on on Nantucket are saying, "What? How? This isn't fair. Why weren't they sent here? Like, not no fear. We want them. We want to be able to show that we're we're really good people. Like, why why didn't they?" Send them here. They shouldn't have done that. They they should be sending them, you know, to us instead. So that's kind of that. That's what they don't understand. the The globe, uh, in in the people there, they they actually love the fact that this happened because it's it's ultimately a chance to. It's a chance for. 
them to demonstrate just what great people they are. Now, let's see. Listen to this. Um, Now that illegal immigration is becoming a problem, the mayor of D.C., I love the fact they sent some of the illegals to the home of Vice President Harris, uh, the home of the vice president. So she says now... We, now we have to address the immigration problem. This is uh, Mayor Bowser of D.C. The migrants being dropped off here will make the Biden administration see it more clearly since it's where they live, too. Oh, I'm pretty sure they understand um, and see the, the situation clearly. Um, but all the, all the lawmakers here and the lawmakers at home in, Texas, in their homes in Texas or Arizona, they need to understand that we need a system, an immigration system that's, that works. That's fair at the border, but also is dealing with the millions of people who live here who need a pathway to citizenship. Well, what about everybody else, though? Now you know how the border feels. This was this morning. I actually watched this. Griff was in D.C. Is the border closed? Do you believe that the border is closed or is it open? It's open, not closed. The border is open. The border is open. Do you believe that all the migrants believe that the border is open? Yeah, everybody believes that the border is open. It's open because we enter. You come in. You're free. No problem. And, 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 but it's open for you to come illegally, right? Illegally, yes, illegally. That's true. And you came illegally. Yeah, we came illegally, not illegally. Yeah. Borders open. That's why we came. We were told that it was an open border. That's why we came here, as a matter of fact. I mean, what an absolute joke. Vice President, any comment on the illegals dropped off your residence? She, there's no bigger empty suit than her. There's just no bigger empty suit. Now, let's go to this is Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. Their chest when Trump was president, saying they were so proud to be sanctuary jurisdictions, saying how bad it was to have a secure border. The minute even a small fraction of what those border towns deal with every day is brought to their front door, they all of a sudden go berserk and they're so upset that this is happening and it just shows you you know their virtue signaling is a fraud okay they they are supporting policies that are just frankly indefensible it is not defensible for a superpower to not have any control over the territory of its country over the borders of its country and he inherited a situation where you didn't have this happening. And yes, we needed to build the wall. There was more that we needed to do. He reversed the Trump policies, knowing what would end up happening. And you know, one of the reasons why we want to transport, because we obviously, it's expensive if people are coming here. You got to taxes, social services, and all these other things. You know, he is exactly right. What a huge win. What an absolute huge win, I think, for DeSantis on this. I want to play, this is, um, we have some good sound here. John Fetterman, now he's running for the Senate in Philadelphia for Pat Toomey's seat, who's actually a LaSalle grad. He's running against Dr. Oz. You tell me whether or not he's ready for public office. Listen to John Fetterman, who even announced John Fetterwoman, but the guy had a stroke in the spring. He will only so far agree to one debate at the end of October. Clearly not up for the job. 
I want you to listen to this. You tell me if this guy is. And you can, Here we you go. You can count on us to eliminate the filibuster. What is wrong with demanding for an easy, safe kind of their income, a path to a safe place for them to win? Send me to Washington, D.C. to send so I can work with Senator Casey and I can champion the union way of life in Jersey, in, excuse me, in D.C. Abortion is the ballot now in November. Thank you. Thank you very much. And it's an honor. I live eight minutes away from here. And when I leave tonight, I got three miles away. Dr. Oz in his mansion in New Jersey. You've got a friend and you have an ally. Send me to Washington, D.C. Wow. This guy is so not up to the task. Absolutely not up to the task. Not even close, as a matter of fact. Wow. Holy moly, is he talk about out. All right, I want to go to um, the Channel 12 piece. I mean, everything right now is is about this, this business of uh, the vineyard. This is the Channel 5 piece. Channel 5 piece. Now, Matt Reed... Let's hear this. On the vineyard and at the state level, trying to address the immediate needs of these migrants who are flown here to Massachusetts. They arrived with the clothes on their backs and very little else. This morning, it's all hands on deck on Martha's Vineyard, providing clothes, food, and shelter for the 50 migrants that were flown to the island unannounced last night. We went and loaded up some cases of water, some snacks some other fruits and things that we had available to us. Richard Reinhardson runs the Martha's Vineyard Emergency Disaster Services response team for the Salvation Army. He got a call about an hour after the... I don't know what happened. Hold on, hold on. Here we go. Trying to address the... Here we go. Got to work translating alongside his wife, who's originally from South America. We're talking about pre-positioning some uh, response equipment down to Hyannis so they have it in the area. I still cannot tell you when um, that our, our guests are going to be are be moving and, um, and where they're going to go. We've had two meetings today on that and we don't have any answers yet. As far as how the migrants got here, a spokesperson for Florida Governor Ron DeSantis says the arrival on Martha's Vineyard is part of the state's relocation program to transport illegal immigrants to sanctuary destinations. It's just pure optics, political optics. Uh, of the uh, most cynical nature. Representative Bill Keating, whose district includes Martha's Vineyard, is blasting DeSantis, saying the governor, who's considered by many a favorite for the Republican Party's nomination for president, should focus on working across party lines to solve the legitimate problems at the border instead of scoring political points with his base. And if someone is leveraging this so they can run for president, what kind of president would they really be? And Representative Keating added that one of the next steps is trying to see if these migrants have any family or friends in the United States while they wait for any potential asylum cases. But right now, it's just too early to tell how long these migrants will be on Martha's Vineyard. Now, again, Governor McKee was asked. He kind of dodged the question and said that he was uh, just focused on Rhode Island, I believe. Um, 
Let's see. I'm just seeing this. This is a change from Tuesday night when folks around McKee blamed Helena folks and her staff. Governor McKee says his cane made a mistake leading to the phone call. Says he's sorry about the way it was handled. Tom McCarthy tweets, healthy cultural growth and accountability starts at the top. The team gets credit for wins, our leaders' own mistakes. Doesn't sound like we're there yet, but great leaders never stop learning. Hopefully, I can cast a vote for someone that inspires me in November. Tom McCarthy, he was very involved with, um, he was very involved with the COVID response in the state. Let me see if, uh, so McKee said that this morning. Governor McKee says his campaign made a mistake leading to the primary night phone call. Says he's sorry about the way it was handled. That that is that is not what he said on election night with Crandall. On election night with Brian Crandall, Governor McKee talked about anyone with a brain. Anyone with a brain would have would have uh, would have would not have called him. This was Governor McKee on election. No, that's night. not going to happen. That's not going to happen. Eva, hang up on them. saying now he's saying that it was his staff that made the mistake his staff that made the mistake but he's not saying that he handled it poorly governor mckee says his campaign made a mistake leading to the phone call says he's sorry about the way it was handled but he's not sorry for saying to hang up on her so that is definitely a change. All right, I want to see if his comments are mentioned with this. Um, did they update this? They did. All right, this could have Governor McKee in it, folks. At one twenty, good afternoon. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM thirteen eighty and ninety nine point nine FM. This is um, oh, where's Mean Girls coming to be back? Uh, I think so. Yes, Mean Girls, October fourth through the ninth at PPAC. All right, let's hear. This is the latest Channel 12 story. News about, about 50 migrants have been brought to New England in a controversial move. The illegal immigrants arrived on Martha's Vineyard yesterday. You see them getting off of the plane here. It was Florida's Governor Ron DeSantis that is reported to have sent them there. Neighbors and island officials scrambling to help them now, while conservative politicians have said that states like Massachusetts and California should shoulder the burden of the wave of people entering this country. Bay State leaders are condemning the move. 12 News reporter Brittany Schaefer joining us now live in studio. Brittany, you've been tracking the latest on this all morning. Yeah, Erica, I've been tracking two separate press conferences happening in the past hour down in Florida. One with Governor Ron DeSantis, another with an immigration coalition. Governor DeSantis says Florida is not a sanctuary state and is happy to facilitate the transport of migrants to those sanctuary communities 
At the other media briefing, pro-immigrant organizations are calling his actions morally repulsive. Yesterday, the governor confirmed two planes with illegal immigrants were sent to Massachusetts as part of the state's relocation program. This Fox News video shows the moment those planes touched down on Martha's Vineyard. Massachusetts Representative Dylan Fernandez says the 50 Venezuelan migrants then walked miles to the community center. They then boarded a bus to a nearby church where they spent the night. DeSantis says states like Massachusetts are better equipped to handle these immigrants who have invited them into the U.S. by incentivizing illegal immigration, while people in the Venezuelan community say the immigrants' treatment has been cruel and criminal. As a Venezuelan American myself, I was heartbroken to hear that most of these migrants are Venezuelan asylum seekers who are escaping Maduro's brutal socialist dictatorship. This shameless action hoisted upon our defenseless people fleeing persecution and violence is a mere political ploy in his quest for power. We are not a sanctuary state, and it's better to be able to go to a sanctuary jurisdiction. And yes, we will help facilitate that transport for you to be able to go to greener pastures. You know, every community in America should be sharing in the burdens. It shouldn't all fall on a handful of red states. And although unexpected, those 50 immigrants were met with food and shelter. Martha's Vineyard officials are now asking for volunteers, including English-Spanish speakers. Live in studio, I'm Brittany Schaefer, 12 News. Of course they are, as a matter of fact. Now, I want to go to, folks, again, good afternoon at 123. You're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Now, right now, it's 123 on this Thursday. I, I am told... That Governor McKee commented on this earlier, but it is certainly a challenge to try to then locate it, as a matter of fact. It is definitely a challenge to try to locate the sound. Now, let me also just uh, look at some other headlines. Seeing the, the Don Lemon loses CNN primetime gig, will co-anchor new morning show. So the Don Lemon experiment at CNN is over. New York relocates arrivals to Florida. So illegal. New York got all the illegals that arrived and then sent them to Florida. Texas sends busloads of migrants outside Kamala Harris's home. New York City, wealthiest city in the world. How about that? Biden approval rises sharply 45% of midterms. I don't believe that. I think a lot of Republicans are not... I think a lot of Republicans are not answering polls. That's what I think is going on with these polls. And it's a problem. You know, we talked about that on Tuesday with Donna Perry. It is a problem. Let me just see this. The 20 wealthiest cities in the world. New York is the wealthiest city on earth. 345,000 millionaires. 737 Cent millionaires, wealth of 100 million or more, and 59 billionaires. New York is the wealthiest city in the world. The city comprises five boroughs Bronx, Brooklyn, Manhattan, Queens, Staten Island, some of the world's exclusive residential streets, Fifth Avenue, where prime apartment prices exceed 28,000 per square meter. It should also be noted there are several affluent commuter towns just outside of New York that also contain a large amount of top-tier wealth. Greenwich, Connecticut, 
Great Neck, Rhode, uh, Long Island, Sands Point, and Old Westbury. If these towns were included in New York, billion in numbers combined in the city would exceed 120 billionaires. Tokyo is number two. Hey, San Francisco is number three. London is up there. Singapore, L.A., Chicago, Houston, Beijing, Shanghai, Sydney, Hong Kong, Frankfurt, Toronto, Zurich, Seoul, Melbourne, Australia, Dallas, Fort Worth, Geneva, Paris, Dubai. Hmm. Very, very interesting. All right. What time is it? One twenty-six, Folks, good afternoon on this Thursday. So the DeSantis, um, that was certainly, that was a move. That was a maneuver. That was without question a maneuver. Hey, by the way, I want to just um, also remind you. Now, fall, this is a great time to get your lawn repaired. If your lawn was really beat up, a lot of people, right, all brown this summer, Contact Lawn Doctor of Rhode Island, 401-392-1025, 401-392-1025, Lawn Doctor of Rhode Island, Lawn Care Service. They have their annual program. They will restore your lawn. Best lawn guaranteed, the Premium 8 Service Program, Lawn Doctor. And they come out three times in the fall, Lawn Doctor. Call today, but they also have a very easy to navigate, user friendly website. It's lawndoctor.com or call them 401 392 1025 for Lawn Doctor. I also want to mention where else are we here, Juan? Um, Propane Plus for all your propane needs. Call them 401 885 4209. Propane Plus Heating and Cooling in Massachusetts. Call Propane Plus 508-252-3359. 508-252-3359. Propane Plus in Rhode Island 401-885-4209. And then also in Massachusetts 508-252-3359. I saw Tim Johnson just the other night. Residential or commercial, look online, propaneplus.com. You go to the website, you just type in your zip code, residential, commercial, propane plus. Uh, Three generations, 24-7, online billing, propane plus for all your propane needs. And a lot of builders right now are deciding that they want to use propane. And people are discovering propane. Propane plus. Call them today or Go to the website. All right. I want to get back to um, someone also asked me, who is the tree service that I mentioned? They want to have some uh, limbs trimmed before hurricane season comes. You want to call Robert at Yankee Tree Service, 401-439-6028. Yankee Tree Service, 401-439-6028. I've... um, They're the tree trimming experts based in Lincoln. They do tree removal. They're also fully uh, insured but licensed arborist. Now, when Yankee Tree has come out to my home, and I've dealt with them now for several years, there have been times that I'll ask them about a certain tree or some shrubs. And they'll say, you know, 
I actually, they've told me, one, we think they're okay. However, see this tree over here that's kind of leaning into your property? Why don't we trim that back a little bit just in case? So what I like is they, they're the experts will tell you, you know, the, they, don't, they don't just come out, okay, cut that. Down. They may say, no, no, wait a minute. You know, I, we understand you want to open things up. Or maybe there's some branches, whatever. But why don't we work and just trim this back a little bit? You know, this tree over here is certainly a concern because of, you know, A, B, and C. But this, these, you know, this tree is fine. They, they, at times, they have talked me out of tree removal, by the way. And then they've also said, but I, I you know, we think we should kind of trim this back a little bit. So I, I think they're terrific. I think they're the best, as a matter of fact. 401-439-6028 for Yankee Tree Service. While I'm on a roll, someone asked me, who emailed me? Lucy emailed me. Her brother was in a fender bender, needs to get the car fixed. Uh, and said, "Want John, can you recommend, who's that company that you, I recommend West Fountain Auto Body. That's who, that, here's what I told Lucy. This is who I would take my vehicle. This is who I brought my vehicle to. 401-272-3340. Call Kenny Salvatore at West Fountain. He can fix anything. And they'll make it look showroom-like condition. West Fountain Auto Body. 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. Right behind the Providence Public Safety Complex. I mean, they're right behind the police station. It's one of the safest locations in, in Rhode Island. 401 272 3340 for West Fountain Auto Body. All right, let me go back to, um, we have quite a bit of sound. The big story, folks, is this uh, whole business of the uh, Governor DeSantis uh, flying the the migrants up to Martha's Vineyard. Now I'm seeing, let's see, I, I still in search, how about Providence kicks off Hispanic Heritage Month? That's interesting. Let me just read this story. Uh, Colombian folk dances at the city council. It goes September 15th through October 15th. Hmm. Ted Cruz, should sanctuary states have taken, you know, he, he had talked about Ted Cruz had said, hey, let's start flying them up. Places like, you know, Rhode Island, New York. This is, they have no idea where they are, said the head of Martha's Vineyard Democrat Committee on Migrants. But they, see, they love this, though. Uh, seeing them for the first time when, and I you know, how they're dealing with all this. They're, I think confused is the first thing that comes to mind. Uh, they have no idea where they are. Uh, they were told that they were coming uh, somewhere where there would be jobs and housing waiting for them. Based on what? No one was here to welcome them. We had no idea they were coming. And Who told them that? Um, trying to explain to them where they are. They have no idea where they are. Um, no one speaks English. So I think it's translators now. You sound racist. What do you mean no one speaks English? What a racist thing to say. What is that supposed to mean? Let me hear another one of these. Um, I think this is the press briefing that the Venezuelans were giving. Good afternoon, everyone. What the hell island is this? We said we wanted Rhode Island. 
Entonces, ayer a la tarde, Not this island. Envió dos aviones llenos the de place where the guy hangs up on people. That's the one we want. Todos ellos inmigrantes que entraron we wanted the island Todos ellos buscando una of the governor de estos inmigrantes, 50 who lives with his mother. We heard he's giving out 3,000. In our country, we call him three grand dan. We heard he'll give us driver's licenses. Please help us get to Rhode Island so we can vote in the November election. Where is this Rhode Island? Can we swim to it? We like the lieutenant governor. We like that she speaks in broken English. She's our kind of leader. We also like the man that won General Treasurer. Oh, they're talking about um, the former mayor of Central Falls. He seems he would be good with pesos. And we love pesos. James Diosa, that's what they're talking about. So our message to Governor McKee take a break from the card game and please bring us to Rhode Island where we want to be. Hold on, let me get a little more. Oh, folks, this is a press briefing with the Venezuelans on the vineyard. Good afternoon, one and all. Is Mayor Lorza here? We are trying to find a sanctuary city. Where is that twerking senator? That's where we want to go. We love Governor McKay. He's hot-headed like us. Plus, it sounds fun playing cards all day. With Umbama. So if someone could send a vote and take us to Rhode Island. Sounds like our type of place. We have no money. We're terrible drivers. And we don't speak English. In other words, we're perfect for Rhode Island. If we can't get there soon, please send us our mail ballots so we can vote for the phone-up hanger. We love that. Hang up on her. We were all laughing about that. If Governor McKee does not win, he would be a good leader and welcome to Venezuela, where everything's free. <laughs> All right, we'll, we'll rejoin the press briefing coming up, folks, at 1.37. Good thing that my, um, good thing, a lot of people are many times surprised that I am bilingual. But that's why, I mean, that's why ultimately they call me Juan, just because many times a lot of the people, a lot of the Spanish-speaking people that arrive, um, they feel more comfortable doing interviews with me because of my um, ability to speak to them in their native tongue, the fact that I, um, my name, you know, people call me Juan, 
So, but I think, um, <laughs> all right, let me hear the channel. Who else did, who else did a piece on that? I think channel 10 did. Channel 10 did a piece. Yeah. I, I, that was a great email. Someone sent me an email that said, um, that said, why is it a crisis on Martha's Vineyard? Why is it a, why, why is it? A crisis on Martha's Vineyard, but it's not a crisis on the border. All right, first, I want to play again the Channel 6 piece on North Kingstown. They were screaming at poor Mary Brimmer simply because she said, I don't think we should have students identify as cats in litter boxes. Here we go. This is the Channel 6 piece. Litter boxes in school bathrooms and students identifying as cats were brought to light by town councilor. Good evening. Thanks for joining us tonight. I'm John DeLuca. And I'm Tiffany Murphy. At that meeting, the council appointing a new member to the school committee, but that got lost in the shuffle as the public comment period discussed just about everything except the new member. ABC6 News reporter Daniel Kochewitz live in the newsroom with more on this story. Daniel? Well, Tiffany, what should have been a simple school committee appointment tonight by the council turned chaotic and aggressive at times as those in attendance spent hours debating recent allegations across the district. A divided community in North Kingstown as the town council fielded concerns Wednesday night about allegations brought to light by town councilwoman Mary Brown. Can I hear this in the beginning again? The council sorry. meeting in North Kingston a week after allegations of litter boxes in school bathrooms cats. and students identifying as cats were brought to light Love it. by town councilor. Good evening. Thanks for Folks, we broke that story. And I'm Tiffany Murphy. At that meeting, the council appointing a new member to the school committee, but that got lost in the shuffle as the public comment period discussed just about everything except the new member. ABC6 News reporter Daniel Kochewitz live in the newsroom with more on this Here we story. Go. Daniel? Coach is on it. What should have been a simple school committee appointment tonight by the council turned chaotic and aggressive at times as those in attendance spent hours debating recent allegations across the district. A divided community in North Kingstown as the town council fielded concerns Wednesday night about allegations brought to light by town councilwoman Mary Brimer last week. If a student wants to wear a cat ear headband and face paint on whiskers to find comfort, express their uniqueness at school that is Soviet. I don't appreciate the negative attention that was being brought to the very kids she tends to have empathy for. I don't think that's very healthy, even if there are issues that need to be taken care of regarding them. Mary Brimer told ABC6 parents in the district were concerned about alleged litter boxes in bathrooms for students identifying as cats. The accusations were denied by the school committee and hurtful to some community members. I'm hoping that there would be some kind of apology or going forward Kathleen Lawton. discourse from talking about the public school department for which you are a town council member. Thank you. Brimer responded to the Thank speaker you. directly. The level of bullying and harassment yep. that I have personally That's right, Mary. from her directly Thank you. through my phone, through my answering service, oh. through my email, Thank you. has risen to the level that a fragile 
person would commit suicide. Many came to Brimer's defense. Yep. It's not a political issue. It's for kids. What you did was brave, and I know that all the parents and students who know what's really going on in the school, uh, as far as the situation goes, uh, they appreciate you. Yes, that's right, Mary. Of allegations of naked fat tests by Thomas N.K. Town fear to continue (laughs) pattern. What about naked cats? Mary's anti-DEI agenda last week was to propagate a hoax and publicly rub kitty litter in the already black eye of our town. What? That lady is nuts. voted in favor three to two <laughs> along party lines to a Good for Mary. Folks, we support her here on the John DePietro Show for crying out loud. You. All right, where's the... Um, the vineyard story? It's a crisis. They were sitting here. They don't have any money. Uh, yeah, they, they, excuse me, they're the ones that snuck into the country. There's no war going on in Venezuela. I understand it, it's maybe not the most pleasant place to live, but there's no war going on. So, yeah, listen, you can't, they're in here illegally. All right, let's hear, uh, DeSantis is winning this whole thing. Oh, no. Did I hit the wrong thing? <laughs> Wait a minute. Where's the, uh... I thought the one I wanted. The Venezuela Leaders News Conference. I already played that. I already played that. I think the the Martha's Vineyard story is... I, I, I just don't have a problem with it. I don't have a problem with it. He... Hey, they're the ones. We would be more than happy to help out. Maybe, maybe the first time around. Let's see how they feel as this thing starts to kind of move along a little bit. Migrants in El Paso are sleeping on streets. Why, why are they there? Can I hear this? In El, pa- in El Paso County, Republican Party Vice Chair Lupe De La O. Lupe, Lupe. first off, uh, would, would you witness I don't know if you had a chance to watch our show earlier. Where do you start? This is totally out of control. States turning on states, cities turning on cities, yeah. all because an administration will not close the border. Governor. Well, I think you just said it, Brian. Uh, the only solution is to close the border. That's where we start. We start to asking people not to come. And uh, not only for our, our safety, health, safety, and security of our American citizens, but also for their safety. They have a treacherous journey up here. I've heard on the news uh, this administra- administration calls it a humanitarian by letting them in, but it is not humanitarian. Uh, it isn't. And Bill Jackson, as a Border Patrol agent, you must sympathize to a degree with the governor. Because you deal with it all the time. The Border yeah. Patrol deals with it all the time. But it's not a problem in about 45 other states until now, right? Well, and that's the thing is, is Texas has been suffering from this. Arizona was the first state that has actually had a big influx of people, along with California. But it seems like it's sporadic because once we beef up our, our security in one area, then the people start pouring through another area. But we're completely overwhelmed here in El Paso uh, to be able to compare it to resources that we have. The administration says, well, the president uh, broke the uh, president. Trump broke the border. And now, folks, I want to just also uh, at 144, I want to remind you next week. We will be in Washington. It's Juan goes to Washington, J.D. and D.C. We're going to be down there. We have tremendous guests set up. So uh, today is Thursday, September 15th. I'm not breaking any news here, but today is Thursday, September 15th. So next Wednesday and Thursday, we'll be broadcasting from D.C. 
Juan goes to Washington, JD and DC next Wednesday and Thursday. But don't, the Tuesday show will be normal. The Friday show will be normal. And I'm leaving some gaps just in case. I mean, if something big happened politically, I, I think actually it's a little bit of a lull. Not much, but just a little bit because the campaigns now are going into general election mode. And especially Governor Keith McKee is trying to raise some money right now. Um, he needs money. That was a bruising primary, which he lost. He lost the primary. He lost it to Helena folks. He won because of the stupid mail ballots. But on election day, Democrats voting did not vote for Dan McKee. Period. So we haven't heard about any debates yet. The election is Tuesday, November 8th. I have a feeling it's going to be a lot of um, gearing up. That first week of November, the first week of November, that's when starting November 1st is when all hell is going to break loose. But what Ashley Kalis needs to watch early voting again, (laughs) stupid early voting. Now, keep in mind, McKee won because of early voting and really mail ballots. He stole the election with mail ballots. I want to remind people, early voting for the primary started the 24th, and then the primary was the 13th. Helena Folks had the two big debate performances, and that's when she really started to break out. That final debate was the the week before the election, which was Tuesday night, the Tuesday after Labor Day was the Channel 12 debate, but the night that she really lit it up, that was a great debate. The last day of August, August 31st. That was a very good debate. I think it was the 30th or the 31st. The 31st is the Wednesday. So anyhow, so you look at, there were, um, again, the stupid 20 days beforehand. So when we go to the election, the general election, early voting starts October 19th. That, that's, I don't have to tell you. I mean, that is just ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And then McKee waits till the end. And then they just try to, they're going to try to steal it again through mail ballots. Period. Right? I mean, right now he's going to try to cut it, whatever deal he wants, or can, excuse me, with Nelly Gorbea. And try to, what he really wants is just her mail ballot operation. And Nelly Gorbea won Providence. And she won Central Falls. So he's trying to solidify that. Folks, on this sunny Thursday, good afternoon at 148. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. This portion of the program is brought to you by It's My Health. Hey, on this sunny, I'll bet right now you're in the car and you have on AM 1380 or 99.9 FM. And you could pop in. You're on Menden Road. Pop in and see my friend Marie, the queen of health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Diagonally across from Davidport Restaurant, it's my health. You know, I got a, I received a nice email from Laura who said once a week she goes for a nice meal at Davidport Restaurant. And now, because of the show, she plays cards with the governor's mother. No. 
Oh, no, no. Now, after the meal, she pops over across the street to It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road. Vitamins, herbal remedies, trusted companies, local products, icy honey, maple syrup, beef fresh gum. Also, check out her selection on bulk herbs, teas, and spices. It's My Health, hemp, hemp and CBD products. It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Folks, right now at 149, this portion of the John DePietro Show is Roger Bay, the Lodge, Lodge Pub and Eatery, 40 Breakneck Hill Road in Lincoln, right off of 146. They're waiting for you at the Lodge Pub and Eatery, 40 Breakneck Hill Road in Lincoln. So, where, remember the uh, Kicks 106 used to say, we're winking at Lincoln. Um, <laughs> 50 Venezuelan migrants, I think it was 43, flown to Martha's Vineyard. And look at that, 50, and it turned the whole thing upside down. Turned the whole thing upside down. So, meaning, you know, all hell broke loose. How about if it was 1,000 of them? You know, what would have been the reaction then? How about, in fact, if it was, um, you know, 1,000, and then the next week, another 1,000? What, what, what would that have been like, for crying out loud? Uh, so the vineyard is, is up in arms, and the people of Massachusetts are up in arms, and they're all screaming about it. But this is something that those on the border have to deal with all the time. They have to deal with it all the time. And, and the same thing, Florida, they have a lot of people in. Now, next week, again, when we're in D.C., uh, as many of you know, you know, we have Border Patrol. We have some of the families, the cattle ranchers, Arizona, Texas. This is, this is something that they have to deal with. So um, I will um, – I um, – I think that, oh, let me see this. Uh, according to an extremely credible Dan Empecrat source, good news. Oh, okay. Huh. Nah, I don't believe that. I don't believe that in any way. This per, well, well, we'll find out. We'll find out. I think that's interesting, but I don't know if, I don't think I believe that that this is someone saying that they could be an alternative to one of the other candidates but i'm not i'm not con- i'm not convinced of that i'm not convinced of that so what i want you to understand right now folks is ashley kalis the republican candidate who you will start to hear quite a bit on this show she is in a really, really good, uh, really good position in her matchup now, the general election against Governor McKee. Now, I'm seeing some other headlines. Robert Keith Packer, he's the guy. This is the genius that wore the Camp Auschwitz staff sweatshirt when he stormed the Capitol. And then he very brazenly said, when asked about it, why did you do that? He said, because I was cold. Although, I, first of all, I did hear it was cold. 
Um, and something as I've touched on is that the media really doesn't get into, but there were so many people in the crowd that had been drinking all day and drinking in the morning and drinking before the speech and then drinking after the speech on their way to the Capitol. No one's really talked about that. And I, I don't know why. I'm not excusing the behavior. But that afternoon, when you had some pretty vicious fighting, you, you that was a drunken mob is what that was. I, I don't know why. I wonder if the media feels that if they revealed that, that would almost be seen as though that they're that someone is somehow like making excuses that somehow um that that she that um that they would be making excuses for the crowd i i don't i don't see it like that in any way Folks, this is not good news. Recovered from his back spasms, Mac Jones mispracticed for another reason Thursday. He's an illness. Now, that's what he's saying. I mean, this could be a very long season for the Patriots. Seth Wickersham. Accuracy comes out of the fingertips. He's not a fingertip thrower. I don't know if they're a limiting factor. I don't think Trey knows either. Joe Montana, Steve Young. Offer their unique insights on how the Trey Lance Jimmy Garoppolo drama may play out. Well, he's back. Tropica, Tropical Storm Fiona formed in the Atlantic on Wednesday. Oh, that's good. Texas Governor Greg Abbott's been busing migrants out of Texas cities with Democrat mayors. I, the fact that they were at Harris's house is just hilarious. Um, let's see. The Dan McKee campaign on Ron DeSantis and Martha's Vineyard migrants. Am I supposed to be able to read this? Ashley Kalis has said Ron DeSantis is her role model. And now he's engaging in the worst type of politics, playing on hate and fear, using refugees as political pawns. That type of behavior may work where Ashley Kalis is from, but not Rhode Island. As long as Dan McKee is governor, he'll keep DeSantis' hateful politics out of Rhode Island. So let me see if I, um, I mean, I get all this stuff, I believe. I don't know why. I would not have sent me that statement. Um, unless I have it. I'll have to check. We're up against the clock a little bit here. Hmm. So that's interesting. The McKee campaign. There we go. Coming through. Um, let me see. Um, hmm. Someone said, I'm hearing federal employees with student loans are going to get a bonus windfall benefit of the Biden loan cancellation policy. You know, this stuff never, they, they don't treat it like it's, they do not. Governor McKee is so reckless with the spending. The unionized railroad workers to receive 24% raises, 5,000 bonuses under Biden-backed deal. Tentative railway, railway labor deal reached. He is Jimmy Carter. He is absolutely Jimmy Carter, President Carter. Biden caving on that. Uh let me see. People are really going after DeSantis for setting the videographer. 
Ted Nisi did an interview with U.S. Rep. Keating, who represents Martha's Vineyard. Let me uh, hear some of this. Uh, NEMO is uh, which is the Massachusetts Emergency Management Agency, as you know, Ted, uh, was put into play. And we saw uh, them spring to action. And actually, it's quite a contrast. You had a Republican governor uh, from uh, Florida and a governor here who is also a Republican. And it's like the tale of two governors. One using public resources uh, rather extravagantly. Evidently, maybe uh, as I, found, I heard on the video that they were telling me he sent his own video photographer to get all this. And so he could use it for his own uh, advantage. Uh, and then his paid for uh, political spokesperson uh, was immediately taking credit, if you want to call it credit, uh, for doing something uh, that is clearly a political stunt. Not even an original one, by the way. You, you and I might remember about a year ago, I think we were talking about Ted Cruz, another political aspirant, uh, was talking about doing the same thing in the vineyard and uh, putting in legislation. So uh, I think this is clearly what it was. It's quite transparent. It's quite obvious. Uh, and for Texas, and for, rather for Florida taxpayers, uh, extravagant, uh, just for his own political end. But here in Massachusetts... Listen, he is uh, making a point. He's making a point. He's making a point that a lot of people are going to say good for him. And that is, it's one thing to be giving all these the way they, you know, here's what they should be doing, and no one's illegal, and blah, blah, blah. And it's another thing when you have to deal with it, and it becomes your reality. Now, folks, at 159, you're listening to The John DePietro Show. I want to remind you, next Wednesday and Thursday, we will be broadcasting from our nation's capital. Boy, the timing is perfect, and it's going to be a big focus on the border. So, uh we're also uh, you're gonna we will be having Ashley Kalis join us uh, very soon in the very in the near future. I will be doing Facebook Live later. Visit the website petro.com. We have the story on that cold case out of Smithfield. That's why the FBI was digging at the North Burial Ground. We broke that story yesterday. You can see it. I want you to enjoy this uh, lovely Thursday. We'll be back on the radio tomorrow at eleven. WNRI Winsocket. W.